Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Render Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, and today we're talking all about remembering your why, remembering to take a break. Right now it's really busy, y'all, and this is a season where you might need to take a little bit of a break. And this is a great episode to remind yourself of and bookmark it to come back to anytime that you feel like you need to remember why you're doing this and to remember to take a break when you are super busy. If you're anything like us right now, you are crazy busy. And knowing that this year is going to be a very, very busy year in the events industry, you know that you are going to be busy pretty much all year round. And so this is a great episode to keep in mind, come back to you and really apply this to your daily week or daily lives. Um, And let's get into the episode today. If you are new to the podcast, we'd love for you to go back and listen to some of our other episodes. We know it'll be super helpful for you. And today you're in for a treat. So listen in and we will get into the episode. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, y'all, we are going to just dive right into today's topic of remembering to take a break, remembering your why. Just really in the midst of a very busy season and really honestly a busy year going into this year, and I think it's going to last into the following couple of years, you're busy. You need a break. You need to take some time to remember why you're doing this and to really focus on yourself for a minute because honestly, we can't be running with our heads cut off all the time. You need to have some sort of a break in between. And so today I'm going to teach you kind of how I do this and how I've done this over the years. And I learn things every year of how to get better at taking breaks and saying no and really carving out some time for myself. And so I'm here to share those tips with you today. So I'm excited to get into today's topic. It's really special because as entrepreneurs and as women and as people who do all the things, it's hard to remember that, y'all. I'm an Enneagram 3, which means I'm an overachiever. I'm a high achiever. I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish in life. And so this topic of taking a break or... Um, really just unplugging for a moment is really tough for me because I just am always thinking about the next thing to do. And so um, this is going on to speak to not only myself, but you as well. And so let's just dive right in because this is a busy year um, and I expect it to last all year round and into next year. This is just a really good reminder to take those breaks, however that looks for you. I want to share some of the best practices that I've had, and it's likely that you, just like me, you need to be running at 100% capacity 100% of the time, meaning you are always on, and not only just for your business or the company that you work for, but also for yourself, for your kids, for your partner in life, for people around you, for your families, your friends. You need to be running at 100% because they're expecting 100% of you. When you're at work and when my people are here at work, I expect them to be 100% in on their job and not halfway here. When I'm at home with my kids, my kids expect me to be 100% mom and not halfway mom. 
And so it's likely that you're in the same position where you need to be running at 100% speed 100% of the time when you are with people who are counting on you for your responsibilities, whether that's in life or in business. And so to do that, we can't just keep running 100 miles per hour and not take a break. It's kind of like a car. You can't run and go and drive anywhere and never have to stop and fill up. Just like us, we cannot keep going 100% of the time and never fill up our own tanks. And so this is a reminder to get back into that. So the first thing I want to cover today is a joy list. If you know us or you've been around the render brand for any amount of time, really, we use the word joy quite often. It's in our core values of we choose joy every freaking day. We uh, use the word joy in the way that we speak to our clients, the way that we speak to you guys on our podcast. We use it in our email signatures. So instead of saying, um, talk to you later, or talk to you soon or anything like that, we say joyfully, Cam, or joyfully, fill in your name. Um, because we really truly find that if you say joy, you're going to embody joy. And so we feel like everyone who engages with us, we want them to find joy in their lives as well and in all of its capacities, which is why we use the word joy so often. We love the idea of a joy list that's personalized specifically to you. So I'm going to give you examples here in a minute of what's on my joy list, and they might be things that you um, enjoy as well and want to add to your joy list. But don't just copy mine. This should be specific to you, and it should be quick and easy things that you can do really at any point during your day or your week uh, that brings you joy. And so you might be a little bit different than me, and that's great. We all have personal lists. And so I want you to also make sure that you keep this list somewhere really, really accessible. Mine's on my phone in the notes section on my phone, and so I can just go to that real quick. I know it's on my joy list, so I don't have to go that often to it. But as you're getting into this practice of picking things off of your joy list and applying them to your life, you might want to put them somewhere where it's easy to go find and easy to remember. Um, and so these these things can be either small or big things. They should be super practical and you should be able to, you know, pick it up in a second or within a couple minutes and be able to do these things. And they should be what you want, not what you think is trendy in the moment or what people are talking about on Instagram or anything, but it should be what you want. <laughs> um, and these can be free or they can cost you a little bit of money. They shouldn't be too expensive. But um, it should be practical things that you can apply to your life. Why is it important that we make this joy list? Because it's easy to pick off of a list of things that you already know that you enjoy doing versus just thinking like, oh my gosh, I need to figure out some way to add joy to my life today. Hmm, what can I do? You already have a list. We've already thought about it. And so that's why you want to put this down. And there are things that you can do, things that you can um, look up, things that you can uh, really apply to your life and bring yourself joy. So some examples from my joy list that I can pick up at any point during my day is I really, really love a hot bath with some candles and some music going. That's on my joy list. And so I might not be able to do that right this second because I'm at my office, but I can think about what my day has in store. And maybe later this evening, I'll go do that at home. Another thing on my joy list is listening to a specific playlist, depending on what mood I'm in. But I like listening to my music up real loud because it drowns out some noise and it really makes me focus on what I'm listening to. And so I will either do that with my AirPods or do it in my car. Uh, but having that moment of really sitting in whatever mood you might be in and some music that will 
really encourage that in your life is really great. Um, this could be really fun dance music. It could be throwbacks to 2000s music because that's something that you love. Um, it could be some worship music because of the mood that you might be in. It could be some really like rock and roll and like aggressive music because you're going to the gym or something and you need that, you know, energy. Could be so many different things, but that's something that is on my list. Another thing on my list is driving with the windows down. Now this I can sometimes do and sometimes can't do. Right now it's a little cold outside and so it's hard for me to go do that right now. However, in the nice seasons here in Texas, you know, the couple weeks that we get throughout the year, I can roll my windows down and drive, just listening to my music and just hanging out. I love that feeling. Um, when it's rainy, obviously I can't do that. Or when it's super cold or super hot, I can't do that either. But that's something that is on my door list that I can do and it costs me nothing. All the things that I've said so far cost me nothing. And there's likely some things that you love doing that cost you nothing as well. Um, another thing that is on my joy list is getting a really good massage. Now this can cost a lot of money or it can cost a little bit of money. Um, a great solution I have to this is going to get what they call reflexology. That's a cheaper option or going to, you know, a hotel or a chain that um, is a massage place like a spa. Love that as well. Another thing on my list is going to get a really good dirty chai latte. If you know me or if you've been on my team at any point in time, you know I love a dirty chai latte and I'm a little bit picky on my dirty chais and there's a couple places here in the DFW Metroplex that I specifically think are incredible when it comes to dirty chai lattes and so I, on my list is having a really good one. I can of course, you know, supplement by going to Starbucks or going to um, another coffee shop or getting a monster at the gas station or something like that uh, for my energy daily, but having a really, really good dirty chai latte from one of the three places here in the Dallas Metroplex, man, that's one of my joy lists. If you love dirty chai lattes as well and want to know, Summer Moon Coffee, La La Land, and 151 Coffee are the three that are on my top list. That's only if you live here in the DFW Metroplex, so you're welcome. Another thing on my list is sitting on my patio in my rocking chair, reading a really good book. Um, this is also weather dependent a little bit. I mean, I can grab a blanket and go out there if it's too cold, but if it's too hot, I really don't want to be sitting on my patio sweating, but that's something that's on my list. Another thing is catching up on a good show or a good movie with a seasonal candle. So right now, of course, I'm loving a winter candle and um, Target has a really great one. And then the last thing that I have on my list that I'm going to share with you today, I have about 20 things on my list. I'm just not going to go through every single one of them. But eating a really good homemade pie costs a little bit of money, or you can go buy a pie somewhere. But man, there's something about a homemade warm apple pie or pumpkin pie. Oh, it's so good. So those are some things that are just examples on my joy list. I encourage you to create your own joy list that is specific to you, things that you love, you might like going to the mall and looking around and window shopping and just unplugging from the world. You might like having um, all of your devices, your watches, your computers, your phones, all of that put away and taking a quick um, jog outside of the house or going to the mailbox, for example, without any distractions for 30 seconds. That might be on your joy list. 
there's so many options of what you can put on there, but it's super important to make it specific to you, okay? Another thing I want to cover today is really taking care of yourself to run at 100%. Of course, there is, especially with the new year, every new year, everyone talks about this of work out and eat right and sleep a lot and all these things. And then somehow, as we get through the year, February hits, March hits, and of course, we get to October and we're like, yeah, I'm going to just wait till January again. So right now, of course, it's the craze to talk about those things. But I hope you listen to this episode other than the day that it comes out, which is in January. I really hope that you take this to heart. This is something that a couple of years ago I decided, you know what, I'm not just going to do this for the first couple of months of the year. I'm going to do this all year round. And I continue to do it all year round. Even through December 31st, I am still working on these things. Of course, there are times in my life where maybe that goes to the wayside for a little bit. But I always come back to this, not only in January, but throughout the year as well. But really eating right is going to make such a difference in you running 100%. If you're eating like crap and also running at 100%, it's going to be really hard to run at 100% for a long period of time. I've told this story on the podcast before, but a few years ago, more than a few years ago, probably about five or six years ago, I was running at 100% in my business. I was working for someone else. I was not eating great. I would go stop at Wendy's and In-N-Out Burger and anywhere like that because it was easy and fast and cheap for food. I wasn't working out. I wasn't really sleeping much at all. And I had quit my other jobs and went full-time into my business. And to kick that off, I went to Austin for a conference for a, I think it was a three-day conference or something like that. But I kicked off going into my business full-time by going to this conference. And on day two... I was sitting in the audience in one of the chairs or whatever, and I noticed that there was this growth kind of happening on my hand. It kind of looked like a bruise on my hand, but I knew I didn't hit anything on my hand. I knew, you know, I wasn't doing anything that would have made a bruise. It wasn't hurting or anything like that. It was just this growth that was kind of starting to form on my hand and then eventually going into my wrist. And I called my mom, of course, because first of all, she's my mom. And second of all, she's a nurse and she's in the medical field. And so I feel like she would have known something. And so I called her. and I was like, Mom, I don't know what's happening. It looks like I have like this bruise on my hand, but I didn't hit it on anything and it doesn't hurt. And I don't know what it is, but it's starting to form. I showed her a couple pictures of it and was really getting concerned about it. And she said, well, if it starts, you know, growing more or anything like that, you might go check out a hospital or something nearby. But you're coming home in a couple days, and so why don't you just, you know, see an internist when you get back? And so I ended up seeing an internist when I got back. And, of course, he was asking me questions of, like, what does your daily life look like? What do you do? How much are you sleeping? You know, trying to understand what my lifestyle looked like. And, of course, I was honest with him and said, you know, I'm probably sleeping, like, five, six hours a night, and I'm a single mom um, to a son who was young, and I was... um, working pretty much 100% of the time that I was awake and not eating great and not drinking a lot of water. I was drinking coffee and energy drinks and not eating great. And he said, I know exactly what is happening to your hand because this has happened before with other clients who have very similar lifestyles. And he said, what's happening on your hand is you are getting this warning sign. Your organs and everything in your body is starting to feel under attack. And now it's showing up as a warning sign on your hand because it's noticeable. 
And he said, what is happening is your body is telling you and trying to show you something is not right. You need to change your life. And so he said, why don't you try this for the next month? And then let's talk again. And I'm going to call and check in on you in a couple days and such. He said, what I want you to do is prioritize sleeping eight or more hours a night. And I was like, eight or more hours a night? Do you understand that I have a son and I'm a single mom and I don't have any help? He was like, I need you to prioritize that. So if he goes to bed at a certain time, you go to bed at the same time. He's like, but you don't know. I have all these emails. He's like, your health is more important than the emails. Get it done and go to sleep. He said, sleep eight plus hours a night. He said, I want you to eat right. He said, I don't mind if you go get a burger here and there and, you know, eat like crap on the weekends or something, but eat a freaking salad here and there or do things that are going to really be healthy for you. Um, He said, move your body a little bit too, because honestly, I wasn't moving my body. I was sitting in a chair all day doing the emails and calling clients and doing all of those things. And I was not moving my body really at all. And he said, just go for a walk. I'm not asking you to go work out. Go for a walk. Get up from your chair every few minutes or every hour and walk to the fridge and back or whatever you need to do. And he was encouraging me to do all these things. And of course, he said, drink water. Stop drinking coffee for every everything that you drink. He was like, of course, you can have a coffee, but drink water as well. Drink as much water or more or double the water that you're drinking in coffee. And so I started doing these things and it was amazing at one, my energy level that I really didn't realize before that my energy level was so down, but my energy level was different. The way that I showed up was different. My patience level was different. And I was able to really run at hundred percent because I was taking care of this thing right here, my body. I was taking care of it. And it's amazing how much we take that for granted. And it's amazing how much we will treat this body like crap and expect it to run 100%. And when it doesn't, we're like, well, I wonder why. Well, this is why. Because we treat it like crap. And so if we treat our bodies the right way, we are going to be able to have 100% capacity coming out of it. Instead of 20% or 40% or at best 60% if you're not doing any of these things. And so if we can really take care of our bodies, we're really going to be able to perform and function at 100% capacity. And so the things that I want you to know today, because I am a testament to this being true and this proving to be true, and I have to remind myself this exact same thing when I get into a state of like, oh, I kind of really don't want to work out. I really don't want to move my body this week. I'm really tired. And recently, I went through a phase of that for about three weeks. I decided not to eat as healthy because I was just super busy and overwhelmed. I did not work out for a few weeks because I was just, honestly, I was tired and I didn't want to. And I was becoming a little lazy in that department. And I wasn't sleeping as much as I normally do. And it was, it took me a few weeks back then when all this is happening to my hand, it would have taken me about a year or a few months to realize what was happening. So it took me a few weeks and I just felt like crap. I just did. It just didn't feel right. And the moment I started eating healthy again and working out again and doing the things that I needed for my body, better energy was able to flow out of me because I had enough energy that was inside of me because I was taking care of my body. Okay. I hope I've drilled this into you and given you an example from a real life experience of 
really not in a great place and my body warning me to where you need to be to be able to do this kind of work and be 100% of the time. So the first thing is eat right. Grab a green salad every once in a while. It's okay to go get a burger. It's okay to go to Lane's Chicken or Kane's Chicken or anything else that really rhymes with Kane's, right? But it's okay to eat some of the unhealthy things. Food is good. It's delicious when it's bad for you, of course. But it is okay to have those every once in a while. But eating those every time is not okay. You need to eat some good, healthy stuff for you. Eat some chicken that is grilled and not fried. Eat healthy. The second thing is sleep eight or more hours a night. I know this might be hard for some of you. I have been blessed where I can fall asleep and stay asleep for a long time. But those of you who may suffer from not being able to get to sleep right away or stay asleep all night, try taking some melatonin or having some rituals that will get you into a um, really spot in your life where you can fall asleep, meaning don't be on your phone for an hour before bedtime. Maybe take a hot shower, hot bath before bedtime. Um, Lavender oils will help if you spray your pillow with lavender oil spray or diffuse it in your room. Those can be really helpful for falling asleep and staying asleep. Um, So there's ways to help you with that. And if this is something that those remedies that are at home um, are not helping you, it might be worth going to check out a sleep doctor or something like that because it's essential that we get the sleep that we need. Um, Another thing is move your body. This does not mean you have to work out. I love my workouts, my really, really tough and engaging workouts, but that does not mean you have to do that. Just move your body. I'm not asking you to go for a run or a jog, but go for a walk every once in a while, a couple times a week. Go walk around your place. Go walk around the house. Go walk the hallways. Go walk on the street. Just move your body. If we're sitting down constantly between driving, sitting at your desk, sitting at the dining table, sitting at the sofa to watch TV or anything like that, if we're not moving our body, we're not going to have that energy level. And so if you can prioritize once every hour or two hours to get up and just walk to the fridge or walk around the your apartment or your house or walk around your office for a second and then come back down and sit down and, and do your work continually, that is going to make a huge difference. It's kind of funny for me to really focus and really be engaged in something, whether I'm, I'm doing a podcast episode like I am right now or I'm doing a video teaching or doing something that is really, I need to be a hundred percent on. I have to be standing. And we learned this because I was filming um, kind of like a quick summary video for our rental biz Academy. Um, We were launching it back in 2021 for, I think that, I think it was our third or fourth launch of the course. And we had written this really great script out for me to memorize and then go ahead and say of like this is why you should be in the rental biz academy and this is what our students say and all that it was a really great video that we were going to do and uh, my girls who were filming it were like okay sit in this chair and have your jacket this way and you look great and all these things all right ready go and it took me gosh probably 20 or 30 takes because I just wasn't like my brain was not flowing And as soon as I was like, you know what, let me stand and do this instead of sitting down in this chair, I stood and got it the very first time because I was standing. And that's not just for me. It's for anyone else. If you need to be engaged in something, you have to move your body. 
sitting down, it's really hard to really focus and really be engaged with something if you're just sitting all day long. And so try getting up and moving your body, um, and that is going to make a huge difference. Taking little breaks throughout the day at work. So um, I know a lot of people, myself included, uh, will eat their lunch at their desk while they're in the middle of work. And certainly there are time and place for that because we are busy and we have to get some work done and we might be behind on something. But if you can prioritize a few times a week, taking a break from your desk and go sitting somewhere else for your lunch, or standing somewhere else for lunch or going out and grabbing lunch, or just taking a break from your screen for 20 minutes, that'll make a huge difference for you as well. And then the last thing is just be engaged in something that inspires you. It could be a really great podcast. It could be a really good book. Anything that really just truly inspires you, I want you to be engaged in something like that regularly. It could be anything. You can choose exactly what you want, but be engaged in something that inspires you. Okay, so what I want you to do is dial in every week during the day um, and in your schedule where you can apply these things and your joy list into your life. Schedule it as an appointment on your calendar. And if you're like me and someone says, hey, you want to grab coffee? I'm like, sure, let me check my calendar. So one of the very first things that we do when anyone wants to schedule anything with us is, hey, of course I want to do that. Let me just go check my calendar. So if you have it in your calendar already as an appointment with yourself, that's already going to trigger you of like, hey, so sorry, I can't do that. But what about another time? So if you schedule it on your calendar, it's more likely going to get done versus just thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that at some point this week. For me, on my calendar, every single day, in addition to anything that I'm doing during my workday, I have my morning routine scheduled out in my calendar, and then I have my evening routine scheduled out on my calendar. I also go to schedule out kids' bedtimes, what we're doing for dinner that night. I mean, my calendar I live and breathe by. You do not have to be the same way, but if you just add to your calendar the times during the week that you are going to pour into yourself, it's going to be a lot harder to move that um, or delete that than it is if you just have it in your brain to think about. All right, I hope this episode has been super helpful for you today, talking about your joy list, talking about things that you can apply to your life that will really um, engage you at 100% capacity in running power throughout this next year. Bookmark this episode so you can come back to it over and over again. I know I for sure will be coming and listening back to my own self talking to me on how to do this throughout the year because surely I will forget about it at some point. All right, I hope you feel encouraged, inspired, and ready to take on your day making the next best decision. Thanks guys. And we'll see you next week.